0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Glory to His Name. first known solo non-stop voyage around the world was accomplished by the british yachtsman robin knock johnson a 30-year-old merchant marine officer it required 312 days at sea in his 30-foot catch to make the trip he sailed 29000 miles without a stop it was a rugged trip for storms smashed the rudder and broke the self-steering gear the catch capsized once, polluting his drinking water, so he had to depend upon rainwater for months. He arrived back in England, unshaved, dressed in rags, and down to his last cans of food. But he made it. As we think about this hazardous adventure, the thought comes to us, what if God requires some costly, dangerous feat as an entrance fee to heaven? Would we be willing to attempt some great sacrifice to merit God's favor? Many of us would have to abandon the challenge as a hopeless task. How profoundly thankful we should be that God does not require some impossible or dangerous task as a means of acceptance to him. He simply asks that we receive salvation as a free gift. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. Robin Knock Johnson. Was acclaimed for accomplishing this solo non stop trip around the world, and he earned the honors he received. We give glory and fame to those who accomplish great athletic feats, for honor and rewards are due to them. But to all have placed personal faith in Lord Jesus Christ, there comes the challenge of showing our love and appreciation to Him. By a willingness to do and dare in whatever direction He may guide us. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 gives us a principle that is true in every age. The people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Are we willing to attempt great things for God if He shall so direct? Are we willing to do little things for Him? Whatever we do, whether great exploits or small undertakings... Let us do all to the glory of God. The reward for these expressions of devotion to Him shall far exceed any fame or glory for earthly accomplishments. Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Find Us Faithful. to join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30, then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Steve Bolt plays for us in the trumpet this wonderful song, Lead Me, Oh Lead Me. (laughs)
2: Reach my heavenly home, lead me till I reach my heavenly home, lead me till I reach my heavenly home.
0: In our success oriented culture, our acclaim is for winners. No one wants to be a loser. The constant loser is pitied and scorned. It is for him that we reserve the bleak description, a born loser. By nature, we like to be identified with life's winners and with successful people. There is little chance that to impress people we will sprinkle our conversation with the names of losers we have known. Rather, in every walk of life, we come across name droppers. Those who like to tell us about the winners or well-known people that they have met. When the Lord Jesus Christ was on earth, one reason people were taken back by his ministry was that he had a genuine concern for life's losers. His critics charge in Luke 15 verse 2, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. The Lord Jesus Christ was not disturbed about what his concerns for losers might do to his image. He candidly acknowledged, I came to save the lost. Imagine that. Here was someone whose mission was specifically to life's losers. In fact, he had a distinctive outlook as we read in Luke 5.32. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. In God's sight, none of us is a winner. Each of us has sinned and fallen short, far short, of God's standard. And deep down we acknowledge that when we are compared to that ideal, we are losers. Lord Jesus Christ told a story of two men who went to the temple one day. One fancied himself to be a real winner, and he advertised his success to God and everyone else who was around him in prayer. The other was a loser and knew it. All he could blurt out was, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And the loser won out. God heard his prayer, and we read that he went to his house justified. No one can ever know God in a real sense and experience peace and joy until we admit our need to turn to Christ. Who cares for losers? Turn to God now by receiving His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as your Savior. He will cleanse you from all sin, past, present, and future, and make you a new person inside. Listen to the words of this lovely song as Scott Delosier sings for us, Word of God, Speak.
2: Would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty? To be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay and rest in your holiness, word of God's. spirit. And in myself in the midst of you, beyond the music, beyond the noise. All that I need is to be with you, and in the quiet, hear your voice, word of God speak. Washing my eyes to see your majesty. To be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay and rest in your holiness. Finding myself. At a loss for words And the funny thing is It's okay
0: Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the times of the Gentiles versus the fullness of the Gentiles. Luke chapter 21, verse 24. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down to the Gentiles unto the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Romans chapter 11, verse 25. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. The times of the Gentiles politically and not spiritually began with King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Daniel chapter 2, verse 38. Thou art the head of gold. The times of the Gentiles politically has not been fulfilled. And they wait a future and a literal fulfillment. And it will be fulfilled at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The smiting stone of Daniel chapter 2 will smite the image... And the stone will become a great mountain and fill the whole earth. And it will stand forever. Daniel 2, 44 and 45. The smiting stone is the Lord Jesus Christ at his second coming. The stone was cut without hands because that is a reference to divine nature. The mountain is a literal reign of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 1, verse 32 and 33. And the last Gentile kingdom is the kingdom of the Antichrist. Romans chapter 11, verse 24 for I would not brethren that you be ignorant of this mystery lest you be wise your own conceits that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of of the Gentiles be come in. Not the times of the Gentiles. There is a difference. Romans 11.25 is about the fullness of the Gentiles and not about the times of the Gentiles. The times of the Gentiles we read in Luke 21.24 should not and should never be confused with the fullness of the Gentiles found in Romans 11.25. The word mystery means secret. It was kept secret until it was revealed, a hidden thing, a secret. This specific Greek word appears 27 times in the New Testament, and 20 of those times it is found in the Pauline epistles. In the five mysteries of the Apostle Paul are Ephesians 3, 1 through 6, the mystery the mystery is not that the Gentiles would be saved. This was no mystery, no secret, as some of the Old Testament prophets spoke of the Gentiles being saved, but through the nation of Israel. The mystery is that Jews and Gentiles are joint heirs in one body, the church, the body of Christ. The mystery of the rapture and resurrection, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one. The mystery is not resurrection. Resurrection is clearly taught prior to the Apostle Paul and is uniquely a biblical doctrine. The secret, the mystery, is that two groups of individuals will be a part of the rapture and resurrection. At the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, the believers, the two groups of believers are those who have died in Christ and those who are alive at His coming for the church. At the rapture, all believers... In the dispensation of grace will receive their glorified bodies. The mystery of godliness... 1 Timothy three sixteen. God was manifest in human flesh, the believer's flesh. When you trust the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior, you've been identified into Christ, literally the whole Godhead indwells all believers. The mystery of iniquity. The mystery of iniquity is already at work in the time and the life of the Apostle Paul. It was working in the children of disobedience. Though it was already working in the time of the Apostle Paul, the mystery of iniquity was not being fulfilled, and it will not be fulfilled until after through the Antichrist is revealed. The mystery of the blindness of Israel, Romans 11:25. 25. During the present dispensation of grace, the nation of Israel has been blinded and set aside. God does not recognize them as a literal nation today. Today, in the dispensation of grace, God is not dealing with a particular nation, but rather with individuals. Has God forever cast away his people? No, God forbid. Israel will be restored as a nation following the present dispensation of grace. And last time we shared with you some thoughts of Luke 21, 24 from a one-volume commentary on the New Testament. It was written by a leading fundamentalist. He taught and he interpreted Luke 21, 24, the times of the Gentiles were fulfilled in June 7, 1967. Here are his thoughts based on Romans eleven twenty-five: 25. The spiritual blindness of Israel is no only to be understood as partial and not total, but also as temporary and not eternal. The blindness holds sway over the nation of Israel unto the fullness of the Gentiles is come. Luke twenty-one twenty-four says, Jerusalem shall be trodden down to the Gentiles unto the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. There was absolutely no mention of any difference or distinctions between the times of the Gentiles and the fullness of the Gentiles. The interpretation of Romans 11.25 and Luke 21.24 are very sad and a very sad understanding because the times of the Gentiles was not fulfilled back in June of 1967 and the fullness and the times of the Gentiles are not one and the same. The distinction between the fullness of the Gentiles and the times of the Gentiles must be clearly marked and understood. This is a part of understanding God's word and rightly dividing the word of truth. And what is the fullness of the Gentiles? The the word fullness means to make full, to fill up. That of which a thing is full. The fullness is the completion of the church, the body of Christ, in the dispensation of God's grace. When the church, the body of Christ, is complete and you have the long suffering of God is over, the dispensation of grace will end with the rapture of the church, the body of Christ. What is the times of the Gentiles? The times of the Gentiles is the political end of the reign of the Gentiles and the reign of the Lord Jesus Christ and beginning with the millennial kingdom and never ending because the kingdom of God is eternal and will not end. If you have any questions about this study or any other questions that you would like to be studied in light of the word of God rightly divided... Please contact us here at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is 942-2131. Or you can email me at bible at org. It is so important to study God's Word as believers and to understand it rightly divided. But the first step is to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Romans 5.1, Therefore being justified by faith... We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you ever trusted Christ? You've never trusted Him. You need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late. You acknowledge that you're a sinner, and Christ came into the world to save you. Believe on Him today.
1: For Jesus is my-